Hey, landlords, are you ready to level up your rental game and simplify your life? Well, get ready to meet your new best friend, KeyCheck. KeyCheck is your all-in-one solution for stress-free property management with tenant-paid screenings, rent payment processing, online lease creation with eSign, and a suite of incredible landlord tools. You'll wonder how you ever lived without it. No more chasing down checks or sifting through piles of applications. KeyCheck helps you organize and manage all things landlording in a simple and efficient way. So if you're tired of the rental chaos and crave seamless, efficient management, head over to KeyCheck.com and sign up today. Make landlord life a breeze with KeyCheck, the game changer for modern property owners. Welcome to Landlord Diaries, where we talk about midterm rentals and the opportunities behind them. We'll share landlord stories, talk about maximizing investment potential, and discuss how to live the very best landlord life. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Furnished Finder, the place for everything midterm rentals. Remember to like and subscribe if you enjoy our content. We are live with the Landlord Diaries. It's your host, Kelly Bailey from the Austin, Texas area, but currently living that digital nomad life in Keystone, Colorado. I'm so happy that you're in Colorado, Kelly. It's like the perfect time where it's not too cold yet, although you're probably freezing your buns off. And we have all the fresh snow and it's such a it's such a pretty time here. So anyway, I am Katie. I am in Denver, Colorado. I'm a member of the Furnished Finder team and a landlord myself. So we are so happy to be here today. Um, our guests today have the banana bungalow, which is the cutest little casita in Las Vegas which is completely banana themed, which sounds bananas, (laughs) but it's not. It's actually like this cool mixture of like modern, but like a little vintage. It's like super stylish and like, but still everything is thought of for these travelers. So we are so excited to get to talk to them and we can't wait for you to hear. Um, please remember that this episode and all episodes are brought to you by Furnished Finder. Um, it is the go-to site for all furnished rentals 30 days and over. Enjoy. Today we hear from Scott and Jeanalyn Rim hosts of the Banana Bungalow, a 312-square-foot casita attached to their home in Las Vegas. They are new to the MTR game and already making huge waves with their unique, colorful casita that was scooped up within one day of listing. Scott has a background in travel nursing, while Jeanalyn dropped her 9-to-5 to focus on their different business investors' endeavors. Um, thank you all so much for being here. How are you all doing today? We're good. Thank you for having us. Every day is a good day. (laughs) Good. We are so excited for you to be here with us. Um, I'm going to ask Scott the first question. How do you like travel nursing and how long have you been doing it? I've did it for almost, well, now the last year it wasn't really, it's a local contract. So I, it's not like I'm regular staff, but I, I sign a contract. It's almost like I'm a travel, but I stay here in Vegas. Uh, previously to that, I went to like New York, Texas. Uh, I would say I, the money was very good, 
But what I didn't like is that I was away from family. I was working six days a week, which I, I mean, honestly, I didn't mind since I was gone from family. I didn't care to like look to do stuff in between days when I was off. So, I mean, it worked out well for in that respect. Good. So uh, what advice do you have for those hosting other travel nurses? Um, we haven't had our first travel nurse yet, but I was thinking of things I can offer like, oh, did you forget a stethoscope or things like <laughs> that? I can offer things like that to them. I can tell them about some of the hospitals I've been at here, um, things like that. But looking forward to eventually getting our first nurse and see what, how it goes. That's awesome. So you guys, you guys have one midterm rental right now. Tell us how you decided to make it um, into a midterm rental and tell us, is that your only property right now? And are you looking to um, gain more or what are kind of, how'd you get here and what are your further plans? Um, okay. So we have a bunch of investments. We passively invest in a multifamily and it's like over a hundred doors, I think, in a bunch of different states. And then, are you like um, a part owner in that or? Uh, okay. It's like we're a limited partner, so we don't do anything. Okay. We just give them the money and then we just get a quarterly check. <laughs> and then nice. um, we have one long-term rental. Uh, we were actually going to turn that into a midterm rental, but I was too scared at the time. So uh, we have a memory care home. We own the property on that. And then this is uh, the house that we live in now. Um, it has an attached casita, so we decided to play around with it and see if turning that into a midterm rental would do well. So we decided to do that. We're actually going to do long-term rental on it. And then we just kept on over the last two years or a year and a half, we just kept on hearing midterm rental. Try, you know. So we had to pray about it, and we decided to just um, go for it for the midterm rental. And with us, we are very eclectic people. We're very bougie. <laughs> so we decided, you know what, let's make this midterm rental and have fun with it. You know, Scott did a bunch of travel nursing gigs throughout the past two and a half years. And we had a lot of equity to be able to experiment. So we decided on the banana bungalow. And um, I was so worried that we spent so much money on it because we spent around $60,000 on the renovations because we had to pull plumbing, we had to do electrical work. Um, and so we turned this casita, we added a door, re redid everything. And um, we spent around $60,000 and um, it was a huge hit. Like right when I listed it on Airbnb, like boom, we got a listing. And then I threw it on your guys' Furnish Finder um, Facebook page. And like, I had so much positive feedback. I didn't realize, I thought I was only gonna get like one or two likes, you know? But then there's so many travel nurses that was like so grateful that we're pet friendly. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the huge, huge game changer was being pet friendly and having all these fun amenities. Okay, this does not <laughs> typically happen. But y'all have like jumped into like 10 of my questions all in like two minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, Katie, your question like opened the door for... Uh, like, I like most of my outlines. <laughs> I like to open the floodgates. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. Originally, I was thinking, you know what? I'll reorder everything, and we'll just start talking about your investments. But now we've talked about the bungalow, the investments, a little bit of everything. So yeah. we're just going to keep rolling with it. So yeah. my next question was, 
Um, and thank you. That was a great intro to actually give an idea to everyone listening, kind of what all we're going to talk about on this episode, because these guys just do it differently than a lot of um, investors starting off with their first MTR. And that's what we, what I really like about uh, Gina Lynn and Scott. And so my next question is, what made you jump into the midterm rental game and create the banana bungalow? Uh, initially, uh, we were getting ready to do a short-term rental on this house. And this is when the regulations were coming into uh, effect in Las Vegas. We're actually like, we're in Las Vegas, but a little section we're in, it's considered Clark County. I don't know why they set it up like that, but... Um, we found out the septic issue that she mentioned. It's not available for short-term rentals. And then there's a lottery system on top of that that they're only wow. giving out a certain amount of um, licenses for that. Um, I've been trying to do a medium-term rental for a while, even with our first rental, um, but she was a little scared. I knew she was going to be the one handling most of it, so I couldn't really <laughs> like force her to do a medium-term rental on our other house. But I don't know what exactly got into her like opened her mind up to doing it here <laughs> but i'm glad i always push her towards things because i know like uh her creativeness is um on a different level <laughs> so that's why i feel like she would thrive in hosting and uh like designing things like this banana bungalow yeah we're gonna uh, do our best to make sure that pictures of the banana bungalow make it onto the episode because it's too unique not to to give everyone a glimpse of what it looks like as we're talking to you guys i was gonna say maybe this is a good time we pause and let you guys describe the banana bungalow tell us about the furnishings tell us why you call it that tell us (laughs) give us the if i can't see it help me envision it okay um okay so we have uh we live on half an acre lot Every home in the neighborhood lives on half-acre lots. So every house is custom-built. It's an older neighborhood vibe. And we um, have attached casita to ours. And uh, we decided when we bought this house, we bought it back in February, and we were going to turn it into a short-term rental. But because of the laws and regulations, we decided to pivot. So we're just going to live here. And uh, it worked out perfect because we have all this space to have fun and be creative. Um, so because Vegas is going to be another mini Hollywood, we heard because Mark Wahlberg, um, he moved here, he wanted to turn Vegas into a mini Hollywood. So <laughs> every part of this house is going to be Instagram worthy. So we're going to list our house on Pure Space as well. Um, so right now we're in our kitchen, but we're still renovating. Um, so we're going to, list our house on peer space so people who need content creation like a house for content creation they could use our house so we also have a podcast studio as well that we're going to set up as well and then with the banana bungalow it's pretty much um oh we themed the house the vegas foodie, foodie house so it's the vegas foodie house so every house or every room in the house is food themed you know, that's awesome. So that's how we came up with the banana bungalow. And um, it's all yellow, pink and green. It's very whimsical. Our contractor took three weeks just to tile the backsplash. 
Um, oh my gosh. Three weeks. Yeah, I know. He was probably mad at me. <laughs> he was it, too. it was because each, it was a glass rectangle tile. It wasn't a sheet. So I had to be cut every small piece. Wow. I was helping cut. Yeah. So it took a long time. It yeah. was just one guy. Wow. So with our it help. Was, it was glass tile. So um, the shower is fully custom. It has a Bluetooth speaker um, and also every faucet like the kitchen faucet, the bathroom faucet, and also the rain shower faucet is all LED lights. So it changes colors with the temperature. Um, the flooring is all um, LVP, which is uh, the vinyl planks. The vinyl planks. Mm-hmm. And then um, the bed is a queen bed. We have to toggle between a full size and a queen because it is a tight space. Nice but when choice. we live. Yeah, we actually bought a full-size bed, and we lived in it for about a month while our kitchen was getting renovated, mm-hmm. just to test it out, you know? And we were like, oh, my God, we can't do this. <laughs> so we got a queen bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just in case there's two adults. Yeah, and um, the kitchen in the bungalow is uh, fully custom. It has a two-burner stove. We have um, a Samsung Bespoke Appliances, which is the fridge. It's a yellow fridge, which is super fun. And then um, we have a gold... Yeah, it's cool. And then we have a gold sink. And then right outside, there's a hammock. There's also a few art installations. And there's a gas fire pit. There's sunshade cells for the ambiance. You know, you want to be able to create like a such a like a relaxing but fun vibe, you know, because when people get off of work, they're going to want to. Yeah. It's Vegas. So that's why we played around with the, the crazy, bodacious, eclectic vibes. <laughs> I love it. It's seriously, it's so cute. There's like little touches of bananas all over, but it's not like (laughs) cheesy and hokey. It's like, I don't know. It's like this mix of modern, but also like a little bit of vintage. Yeah. It's, but it's like funky. It's, it's super, (laughs) it's super cute. If you guys have not seen it, you've got to log on and see it. I think I've actually even featured you guys' listing in some marketing emails just because I've come across oh, nice. it before and I've been like, oh my gosh, look at this. It's so cool. So, And that gives everyone, a, a, I would say to our listeners, don't be afraid to take that as inspiration. Maybe you can't make your whole property into a cool theme, but pick one or two things to stand out, right? That, that lets... Um, People who are searching for a property remember you. It lets them say, oh, I liked that house with the blue couch or with, you know, the purple coffee table or whatever it is. Give yourself some reason to stand out. Um, We actually have a long-term rental and it's a single family home and in the basement, it's our old house. So in the basement, we had made a racetrack for our kids because it's an unfinished basement Um, out of like this paint. It's like this black, it smells like tar. Like when we were putting it on, we thought we were going to like, I don't know, die of inhalation or something, but it has sold the house every time because there's a racetrack in the car and we're in Denver. So like right now it's super cold. So what are you going to do with your kids? Throw them in the basement, go around the racetrack. So like, don't be afraid, you know, to do something creative and, and have fun with it because it can, this, you know, real estate investment and property ownership can feel uh, serious at times. So don't forget to have fun with it. Hey, yep. And we've heard from other guests. One of the easiest ways would be just the artwork throughout the home. You know, mm-hmm. put an accent piece of artwork in each room that really draws the eye for the photography as well. Um, yeah. I want to know where you got a yellow fridge. 
Samsung. So they have, really? uh, yeah, Samsung has a bespoke series, um, and each you could actually change each panel, so you could have fun with it and make it pink, yellow, green, blue. That's yeah. fun. It's really fun. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Okay, so um, I've got two questions. Since I'm going to go with the first one, since we're talking about this beautiful space that you've designed, that's actually only 312 square feet, but it seems very spacious when you're looking at the at the photos, and especially with the zero scape Zen nature of the backyard, you've got a lot of space to just kind of relax and. Uh, be creative, like you were saying, like uh, a place to a place to harvest your creativity. Um, so, from a business standpoint, since y'all are not new to owning businesses, what is your goal with this bungalow, and when do you expect to be in the green? Um, so, I would say about um, our cash on cash return is about sixteen percent. So, it should take us about maybe less than three years to get our our money back from that so she (laughs) she's getting so much demand and i'm telling her like (laughs) the ones we have booked we'll keep those but after this we need to raise the rate and she (laughs) she doesn't she doesn't think we should just yet i don't know they're her i well it's because i want to provide um affordable place for travel nurses and you know All all these working professionals so i feel like because we're in a position, we're allowed to be able to bless others with such a fun, eclectic vibe uh, uh, rental. So I don't know. I just at this time, I'm just worried if we do price it too high that we won't get enough um, demand, I guess. All you need is one. Have you all seen the feature on Furnish Finder? So I, I don't think you've had your bungalow um live for 90 days but once 90 days has come by and maybe in the future we'll shorten that time period uh, but when you go to your dashboard as a host and you um go to my properties you're used to seeing you know where you can edit your listing and that kind of stuff but under my properties there's an icon uh that you can go to for listing statistics it's listing performance is actually what it's called so um you can it actually compares your listing to similar listings in the area and gives you an idea of if your price is super high or if it's in good range or um, you know just what uh, how it compares to the other listings based off of what you've marketed uh, for your property so it's a really cool feature um, that was added not too long ago if um, hosts want to check that out Um, but otherwise we of course recommend uh, and it's always in the link on uh, YouTube, furnishfinder.com forward slash stats. And we are aware 2500 is not necessarily going to be the, the top end for a lot of markets nowadays. So we're working on uh, hopefully bringing that up to, to a better um, number that uh, is applicable to all cities versus just, you know, certain cities. But yeah, that's that's some ways that we've heard or, uh, or, and recommend uh, just deciding whether you're at a good price range or if you want to change that a little bit. And leads is a great way to analyze that too, right? Uh, or tenant mm-hmm. leads. Yeah, we um, pulled comps from, we have a friend that's a realtor, so they pulled comps for us. And also we did the statistics. We actually called Furnish Finder and they told us to list they said at first to list at nineteen to twenty nine hundred, and I was like, "Whoa, that's a lot," you know. So um, I just felt sixteen hundred just sounded right, you know. 
even after all of the bills and um, right. all that, it still equates to us making It's some- nice because you're not locked in too, right? So with the midterms, like you're, you have a lease for three to six months, but then you mm-hmm. can adjust and you can flux up and down. So that, that I really like too, because like with our long-term rental, that's the rent I'm going to get for a year. And if demand changes, if the market changes, I can't change that for good or bad. So don't be, I would encourage you, you know, don't be afraid to see kind of what the seasonality, if there's any demand waves. Um, I don't know how it is in Vegas, but I know a lot of, a lot of areas in the country, like there's definitely times where even more nurses want to be there or don't want to be there. (laughs) And, you know, they're going to expect to have their rent reflect that. But I think it's really cool that you guys aren't being greedy and you're still focusing on, you know, providing the service and a, a great place for them to stay. Yeah, that's our main goal is to provide like uh, an experience rather than just a someplace for someone to rent. We want to be able to go above and beyond and, and you know, like just the, like our tenant now or our guest now, she um, is a, she works from home. So we actually bought a desk for her because the other one we had was just a, a bedside her, table. Her chair couldn't scoot in under. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> so she we, says we've been very uh, responsive and accommodating because whenever she tells us something, we try to get it done as fast as possible. Great. Uh, I think my last question for this part is, uh, did you pay for the renovations cash or how did you pay for them? Uh, we paid cash. Um, we might open up another part of our house for another um, midterm rental experience. Mm-hmm. Um, that one I'm planning, I want to do financing just so it doesn't come out of our pocket. As long as the loan would pay for the renovations, all that. Mm-hmm. But she has different thoughts. <laughs> I would that prefer cash just because I don't, I don't like borrowing money from other people or, mm-hmm. you know, getting more into debt. But uh, we do have, our only debt is, real estate. So I feel we should probably just do a HELOC or um, Mm -hmm. cash out refi when the time is right. But we've had such great positive feedback from the banana bungalow that we want to open up, convert our garage into a ADU as well. Smart. We're going to see how it goes. (laughs) My gosh. And what theme do you have in mind? Um, The coconut casita. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) It's. uh, I feel like papaya has to be next. It just seems like it flows with the theme. I know. Coconut, banana, and papaya. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. So y'all mentioned a couple times that you were nervous to jump into the midterm rental space. So what advice do you have for those that are also nervous? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Furnished Finder, the ultimate platform for hassle-free midterm rentals. Whether you're a seasoned landlord or just getting started, Furnished Finder is the place for you. With Furnished Finder, you can say goodbye to booking fees and hello to direct bookings for 30 day plus days. It's a win-win for everyone involved. So if you're ready to experience the joys of midterm renting and take a load off your landlord shoulders, head over to FurnishedFinder.com today. We make it easy to get started. We're grateful to Furnished Finder for sponsoring this episode and we're sure you'll love what they have in store for you.
I I wasn't so nervous, but I knew she was going to be doing the work. So that's what. Once she accepted it and she <laughs> like uh, decided that she would be okay with it, then we jumped in. I don't. I can't speak for her from her perspective, but. I think because I had so much on my plate because we do have two kids. We also have so many businesses and also other real estate ventures. Um, but once I quit my nine to five, I had so much free time that I think this bungalow really helped save me because I was kind of depressed. You know, when you leave your nine to five, you're kind of like, oh, did I do the right move? You know, but um, because of the timing just worked out so perfect, I was able to um, devote all my time to um, doing this midterm rental. And I just think you have to have the motivation from your husband or your wife. Um, and also you have to have, you know, just have faith and just go with whatever God is telling you to do. Cause I think that, um, for a long time I was like, should we do short term? Should we do long term for the, with the casita? And I just like, I had to really just sit down and just go with my thoughts and pray and just, you know, I just felt midterm was the way to go because it's still kind of not new, but it's still fresh, you know? So we want to get into the game as soon as we could. And it just all cohesively worked out. Love it. That's amazing. All right. So speaking of all those businesses, tell us a little bit more about them. Tell about, tell us about how you have used them to, you know, create the lifestyle that you have right now. We, we always live in chaos. We always... <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I don't know why we keep doing this to ourselves, but it just seems like it keeps happening. Like renovations, we're going through renovations. We're living inside the house. We did that with our last house. The, and the uh, and the townhome before that. <laughs> and the townhome before that. So our, our strategy <clears throat> is doing live-in flips. And um, the first townhome, we lived in it, renovated it, sold it, made a huge profit. And that's what was able to get us into investing because both of us came from similar backgrounds where we didn't come from money, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, this, I think reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad helped us as well. (laughs) Yeah, that's where it all started. Do you want to talk about all our investments and then? Um, So so these are like just passive investments, kind of like with the multifamily deals we're in, we're just cash investors. Um, one of them is like a documentary. I can't really talk about it yet, but it should be, it should be released, uh, quarter one, quarter two of next year. So should be getting a pretty decent return on that with royalties. Um, there's also like oil and gas investment that's in mostly in Texas, but might maybe in Kansas as well going into this next year. Um, there's a couple gyms that they've opened in San Diego. They're doing Mexico as well now. Wow. Um, that one took a big hit because of COVID. So we were getting a 12% uh, return on that. And then it stopped because as, as the gyms were in California, right. and mo- most harshest uh, lockdown measures in the country were one of the highest or one of the worst places in the country to, I don't know. To exactly. lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> Worst lockdowns in the U.S. Um, So they kind of pivoted with that and they're going into Mexico and there's a big market there. So this is with our investment club. So Mm -hmm. uh, we are part of the investment club of America. America, And 
they just changed their name so i forgot <laughs> but uh yeah so like with that we're kind of like one of the youngest people in that um group there's like over 300 people so it's really cool sometimes whenever we go to the meetings we're like the youngest ones so we're always soaking in all this knowledge from all these seasoned investors so that's what i would recommend too for other people is to join these groups and learn from others because you never know what opportunities may present itself so we never knew that we could get access to these kind of deals so when they said oh do you want to invest in a gym do you want to invest in uh, a documentary we we're like ooh, we had the we had the capital because he, he went to um travel, nursing, travel nursing so we were able to save up funds for investing that's awesome good yeah my husband um is saying the same thing so on our podcast uh the landlord diaries and on a bunch of other podcasts that dave's listening to everyone's emphasizing partnerships and how valuable partnerships are so we're very intrigued by that right now and it aligns with what you're saying as well it's like you're part of a syndication and then you also are part of this investment club of america and have a lot of different uh part ownerships and things based off of these partnerships so that's such a it's just such a unique aspect of our world today that is um a great option for those looking for truly passive investment right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you should talk about the memory care home <laughs> and then we also have the memory care home as well yes yes i'm excited about. for you to share about that so it's basically a residential assisted living they don't really call that here in nevada just they call it um a residential uh home for groups mm -hmm. i don't know weird name but that's just what the state mandated uh it's an eight bed uh, facility. It's just a house, six bedrooms, and we are licensed for eight. Um, those are, we specialize in memory care, so dementia, Parkinson's, things like that. Uh, it's been going decent. It's been, since COVID happened, we noticed, like, at first, there was a big hit in employees. Like, we, it was very hard. It's still pretty hard to find good, reliable employees when now, it comes to that. Now, do you guys manage that? Like, yeah, we all together. Or is there okay? We have a house manager. She's like the lead caregiver, and she takes so much of the burden off of us. We're yeah, very, thank God. <laughs> yeah, we're very thankful for her. Yeah, and then we also, yeah, we went in on a with a family, and so we have partners in this business. So we all have play different roles in the business to keep it going. Oh, I nice. love the name of it, Ohana Senior Living. That's <laughs> Ohana just sums it up. For are one of you uh, Hawaiian? No, but we met in Hawaii. That's mm -hmm. so there yeah. we go. And our partners are from Hawaii. So we kind of just felt like we want to go with the Hawaiian theme. I love that. That's so what amazing. what led you to want to start such a, you know, such an important and special uh, facility that, you know, is home for for people's mothers and fathers that are in a hard stage in life? So my main thing was when I was in nursing school, my dad was Towards the end of his life, um, my, he lived with my brother uh, in California. I was already here in Nevada. Um, just seeing him be bedridden, uh, it caused a lot of burden on my brother. He stayed with my brother, my dad. Uh, and whenever I went back, I would go help. But it was hard for me because I was in school, so I couldn't always be there. And towards the end, the very end, um, we didn't have the resources to care for him 24 seven. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then we heard about these these uh, assisted livings, but it was it got too late. He had to go to the hospital, and they sent him straight to the hospital to like a a nursing home. I was only there for one day, and I didn't like the conditions of it. And then my brother would tell me like, "Oh, my dad was calling, and no one came," and so that I don't know. And then he passed a couple of days later, so I just felt like uh, I needed to do something to try to get people out of that type of situation if I can. Um, our business partner, they had a similar situation where uh, his grandma had Alzheimer's. She couldn't. She was bedridden for like seven years, and they took care of her. They did everything with her. So we met at church actually. Uh, the business partner and us and. We kind of just talked about ideas, and that came up, and we ultimately went that direction. That's how it got started. That's fantastic. I love that. My grandma was in a similar facility, and it just, it was a different experience than a nursing home. Uh, I think there was a max of seven or nine ladies in the home, and it was a similar idea. It was a couple that had gone through something difficult uh, like that with their mom and so they created this beautiful home that when you when you come to visit you just knew that she was loved she was cared for it was, it was like they they treat uh, the residents like their like it's their grandma and there was always yeah. like fresh baked cookies and homemade <laughs> meals it was just such a warm environment that you knew that y- you couldn't ask for more in that stage of life and that's what that's what's hard about the staff, you know. You want your staff to feel the same way, and we're glad, like we're blessed right now that we have a good staff, good um, that care for these elderly people. I mean, yeah, they call them grandma, grandpa, and they're always just so gentle with them, and Aww. they play around with them, like they'll joke with them sometimes. You know, it's just it's it's a good family vibe that we are that we created there, so we're grateful for that. Well, I think my last question for this episode is um, y'all taught Financial Peace University at your church. What would you like to share with our audience about that experience that you teach others? Um, I would say, so I don't really follow that Dave Ramsey anymore, like specifically because he's, you know, get out of debt. It helped us in the beginning. We were Mm -hmm. over, what, like 104,000 in debt. At first, so it was a good starting point. It just depends on your overall goals. Um, if you're happy with your job and you want to keep working until you retire, that's fine. But if you want to invest, you have to leverage and you have to take on debt. You have to yeah. take some risk, but educate yourself along the way and make sure you're um, meeting good people to help you get to the next level along the way, but I would definitely recommend Financial Peace University to someone who's in a lot of debt and needs to start going in a different direction than they're currently in. So I don't have nothing against Dave Ramsey, it's just I don't really follow it as much anymore like I used to. I recommend it for beginners. Good, right. And we definitely seen a lot of people um, change their trajectory um, when it came to teaching FPU. Uh, We only taught two classes, but there's definitely not everybody, you know, some people keep doing the things they're still doing, but you see others like paying off debt, uh, not taking on a new car payment, things like that. And it, I love seeing that, but yeah, 
We once they once it clicks, it's yeah. like when, right. when you see someone like when the light bulbs go off, you're like, "Whoa, this is cool," you know. Well, there's so many <laughs> things that have been ingrained in us from a young age too for a lot of us like that all debt is bad like you said and yeah you know there's different types of debt and there's different reasons for debt and once you can open your eyes and learn a lot of that it's kind of amazing how much your perspective on everything can shift so i think that's mm-hmm. great and i love that you guys are spreading the word to your community and and helping to educate people so I don't know. I'm so I'm so excited to see what you guys do. Like literally I'm excited to physically see it. Like <laughs> when you, you get progress, I want to see pictures. Um Yeah. Cuz it's it's amazing. I think I think you know, it proves to everyone that you can use creativity and you can use um design in a really fun fun way. Like real estate does not have to be suits and ties and everything's you know buttoned up like go ahead and have some fun with it so it's been so much fun to to talk to you guys and to hear the story of the banana bungalow yep. <laughs> thank you <laughs> we we are looking forward to the coconut oasis what was it again oh uh, the coconut casita <laughs> yes coconut casita uh so uh Audience, keep your ears and eyes open for more from Gina Lynn and Scott. And we just thank you so much for being here with us today. And if y'all, uh, one of my favorite things, we briefly touched on it, uh, that they created a really cool Facebook post um, on Travel Nurse Housing, uh, Furnish Finders uh, Facebook group um, for landlords and traveling uh, medical professionals or just anyone traveling uh, through Furnish Finder. And if you just search in the group, the banana bungalow, you'll see the uh, post that they created. And it had over 600 reactions, over 250 comments. And one of the most common things that I saw was how professional, like everyone was thanking y'all for how professional it was and Mm -hmm. just how detailed uh, your uh, post was. And they just really likes the business style uh and so we look forward to following you guys and appreciate y'all being here today yeah thanks for having us thank you it's a pleasure all right everyone have a good week bye <laughs>